after several months of cooling house prices, it appears they're rebounding. I sunk every nickel I had in the world in this house. And you'll get it all back. I told you that. One of the city's top real estate analysts says he's never seen home prices this high for some of the city's neighborhoods. Up until three years ago, I was a regular old real estate agent. Putting people in homes, speculating on property, that was my job. Considering the cost differential between one radio spot and one television spot, we found these results quite intriguing. You don't seem to realize what business you're in. You're not in the burger business. You're in the real estate business. Put that coffee down. Welcome to Come List Me, the human interest podcast with a specialty in real estate marketing. Here's your host, Dave Sturgeon. Well, hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of Come List Me, a production of Radio TV Agents, LLC. This is Sturge, broadcasting from our Canadian studios, overlooking the Atlantic Ocean on the shores of beautiful Bonavista Bay. And I'm Tim Good. My friends call me full-time, and I'm broadcasting from my camp studio in northern Saskatchewan on the edge of Canada's boreal forest. Well, good to see you. I know you've been busy. We have been... Uh back and forth trying to find time for this week's episode. What are you up to? Well, we're right into the heat of it, both literally and figuratively. It's uh, camp season, so we've been running some family camps, but we're transitioning into kids' camps. You know, limited capacity because of sort of the way we've eased into it post-COVID, but it is, you know... 12, 14 hours a day and just having fun doing camp, which uh, is, yeah, it's a lot of hours, but I love it. So it's a great, it's a great time of year and love being back doing camp after the last year and a half of sort of not doing what we normally get to do. Well, it's great just to be active, just for everything to be back up and running. Who cares how much work it is, right? It's just great to be back to somewhat normal. Absolutely. Yep. Well, back here in uh, Newfoundland, we have been busy with Capelin season, which wrapped up a little while ago. It actually came and went within the course of a week where the fishermen are out there with the long liners and they're bringing in thousands of pounds of Capelin. And of course, with the Capelin come the whales. So there have been mink whales and uh, humpbacks and fin whales and in fact, orcas, pods of uh, 20 to 30 orcas have been seen in this part of Bonavista Bay. Ooh. And personally, uh, renovating our home here, it, it is an older hip roof home. And so the joy of dealing with increased lumber costs. I don't know if you guys have that. Is that the case there as well? Is lumber like twice as much as it ever was? Yeah, crazy, crazy prices. Just I think that's probably just almost North America across. It seems like everything's gone crazy since COVID hit. Well, what's weird for us is about 20 minutes from us, there's this enormous mill called Sexton's <laughs> and all of the lumber that they produce, you see on transports traveling down I-95, I-75 in the US and none of it gets sold here in Canada. So right. We've been relying on smaller mills. It's actually turned out really well and working with these tradesmen and local craftsmen to bring this home back to its original state has been a phenomenal experience. We've really enjoyed it. So this week, we're going to discuss how to market the marketing. Uh, this is how your team can proactively use your radio endorsements to close more business, right? There's no argument that word of mouth is the most effective advertising tool on the planet. Word of mouth advertising is the act, of course, of one human telling a friend or associate about a product or service that impressed them enough to recommend it personally to the people in their sphere. So a trusted radio personality endorsement is 
word-of-mouth advertising on steroids. It's one very high-profile human being. Yes, Surge and full-time. Telling thousands of loyal fans and friends at the same time all about you and how great you are. So yeah. your single most unduplicatable advantage over your competitors is your high-profile radio endorsement. Uh, the radio personalities, the celebrities who endorse you already have strong connections with the people who would be new and existing customers for you, and they provide a trusted introduction to you as the only real estate agent they would hire every time one of your ads airs. That's what people hear. Thousands of listeners and viewers are in your endorser's sphere, and the question is, what is your team doing to leverage those endorsements when they're out on the buyer or seller appointment? And, you know, when you think about it, most people don't think about how to leverage the power of their advertising when they're in the process of speaking to a customer. But ask yourself why, when we lose a listing, why do we lose a listing to a competitor when it's a listing we want? Of course, when the homeowner is willing to price their home realistically and is in a good situation to sell. So we're not talking about scrubbing op opportunities. This is when it's a listing you want and you lose it to a competitor. Why is that? Whatever the reason is, your endorsement marketing can go a long way to reassure the seller or the buyer to choose your services over working with your competition. Okay. So how do we do that? You can reassure a seller by marketing your marketing. All right. Mm. And in yeah. this case, we're talking about radio. But after all, think about it. It's your marketing that creates buyer demand. Uh, most agents spend between $100 and $250 a month on business cards and flyers. And that's fine. That's, that's their business model. But if you're on radio, you're spending thousands or tens of thousands of dollars on endorsements that influence home sellers and attract listings. That's if the agent listening to us right now is already using radio right, endorsements, right. right? So as we've discussed on previous episodes, every listing attracts multiple buyers. Over time, then, your marketing has enabled you to develop a robust client database and brand trust and recognition. The average agent sells four to six homes a year, but your team is likely selling scores or hundreds of homes every year. And with more transactions come more human connections, and more human connections result in more demand for the homes that you list. So if you're a home seller, that's a good right. thing. If you're a home seller, you want to work with somebody who's doing it all the time. It's like getting brain surgery. You don't want to go to the surgeon who's done once in their lifetime. You want the person who's doing it hundreds of times a year. So how do we market the marketing? Back to your question. It starts with establishing what the home seller is looking for in an agent. And asking this question can be life-altering for your business. Just simply asking, what are you looking for in an agent? What attributes are important to you in the process of us working together? And when the home seller gives you their reason or reasons, then you follow up with the why. Why is that important to you? And now you're building a personal connection with the seller or the buyer where they've shared intel, which you can build your entire presentation going forward. You know what's important to them. And now everything you talk about after that is going to fit. Well, here's the best part. No matter what they say, your answer leads directly to how your radio endorsements provide reassurance for what's important to them. They've told you what's important to them. 
Now, here's how to use your radio endorsements. A seller might say, Oh, what's important to me is to sell quickly and for the most money. Right Now, you can say, or your team members, the listing agents can say, Well, Mr. or Mrs. Seller, your question for me or any other agent you talk to should be, Dave, what's your marketing system for attracting buyers to create demand for my home? Right. Did you realize, and you can say this to the to the home seller, did you realize the average agent spends $150 to $250 a month on marketing, primarily business cards and flyers? By the way, the average agent sells about four to six homes a year. Well, our team invests tens of thousands of dollars, those hard-earned commission dollars that we take in. We turn around and reinvest those in marketing because that's what creates a higher demand for the homes we sell. And that's what has resulted in us selling 125 homes so far this year. So if you want to sell your home quickly and for the most money, the question you need to ask when choosing an agent is, Mr. or Mrs. Real Estate Agent, what is your marketing system for attracting buyers and creating demand for my home? This is where you show the seller your marketing one sheet. Okay, so what's a marketing one sheet? Great question. Thank you for asking it. It's it's simply a one sheet menu that lays out your marketing. So it would include your radio endorsers, a picture of you with the person who endorses you on the radio, a logo of the channel they're on, and then you could also include your print advertising, digital advertising, other marketing strategies, all like on an a la carte menu, along with the annual investments you make for each of those. If, by the way, you're an RTV agent, we provide you with audience numbers to show how many people your channels reach every week. But you should also mention the number of contacts you have in your client database, all as a result of all the business that you're doing, because it's that vast group of people who you've already communicated with who are in your database who are going to become potential buyers for the home owned by the seller you're speaking to. But when you walk the seller through your marketing investments, you're looking for verbal or visual signals confirming where they were influenced to connect with you. So in other words, you're now showing them your marketing one sheet and you're going through it and pointing it to different things. And I'll get to that in a minute. But as they respond, take brief notes. Here's a really important thing. Take brief notes on the second marketing one sheet because you're going to leave one behind with the seller and you're going to have your own copy that you can mark up and bring back to the office. Maybe you just put simple check marks wherever they indicate they've seen or heard your marketing. But now this turns your marketing one sheet into a tracking sheet for the long term because at the end of the month now you'll have a stack of these marketing one sheets from all of the seller appointments you've been on. And you can go through and track where the influence is coming from to establish these appointments in the first place. So this is a far more effective tracking tool. It sounds simple. Right, But it is a far more effective tracking tool than simply just asking the seller or the buyer, how'd you hear about us? Right, because most people don't keep track of advertising that influences actual decisions. And this is a way of figuring out what is actually out there in the real world that people are hearing. Exactly. And not only that, people will say they heard it somewhere that they didn't. Oh, yeah. Right. Remember when I was on the radio and you were producing the show, I'd go away on vacation and somebody would fill in for me. Right. Say Glenn Pelche filled in on the morning show. I'd be away. And Glenn would say something offensive that would hurt somebody's feelings. And I'd come back from vacation and be on a remote somewhere. And somebody come up and take me to task for what I said when I wasn't even on the air. So people don't always hear what they think they're hearing. Right. Or they'll attribute the influence to a channel that really wasn't the right one. So this is a way to jog their memory. Right. So. Sure. 
Now, as you're showing the marketing one sheet, you say something like this. Let, let me role play through this. So, Well, uh, Mr. Good, good to meet you. You or somebody in the home has likely heard about us on the Jack and Jackie Morning Show. Right? Speaking to thousands of listeners every day who trust them to help form opinions on what music to listen to or what's going on in the community or how to prepare for a safe commute to work. And they are also telling their listeners, when it comes time to sell a home, the only team Jack and Jackie would ever work with is Dave Sturgeon and the Sturgeats. <laughs> I'm sure, listen, I'm sure you can understand. I'm still back role-playing, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Mr. Seller, I'm sure you can understand that for a high-profile radio personality to put their stamp of approval exclusively on our team day in, day out in the radio show means that they trust us to keep those promises and to provide the ultimate real estate experience for their listeners, their friends. Right. So the icing on the cake is if you were a Jack and Jackie fan, right? Mr. Good happens to love listening to Jack and Jackie every day. Yeah. Now, Jack and Jackie are already your friends, right? Now, 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 think about this. You love Jack and Jackie. Right, absolutely. You feel like they're friends. And now we have someone in common. We have friends in common, right? Because Jack and Jackie are friends of ours, the Sturgeon and the Sturgeon. endorsing us every day so they're our friends and they're also your friends because you listen to them every day so now we have that in common now we're having fun talking about our friends smiles on our faces and we're a way ahead of the game when it comes to creating a relationship to move forward now here's something that we highly recommend all right let's stop and just take note of this for a minute but make sure you invite your radio personality, the endorser, out to sales meetings to meet your team. And make sure your team knows a few anecdotes or stories about Jack and Jackie or whoever your radio endorser is. So that they can use those to drop into conversations when they meet sellers who are fans of your radio endorser. This goes a long way to strengthening the agent-seller relationship early on and increasing your closing ratio for getting listings. Right. So would it be safe to say that another big advantage of this is exclusivity, that none of the agent's competitors have the same high-profile radio endorsements that they have? Oh, full-time. That's a great point. When your competitors go through their listing presentation, the seller has to trust that the agent mm -hmm. is telling the truth, right? When your competitor makes promises, the seller has to take their word for it. On the other hand, when you and your team members go through your listing presentation and make statements of confidence, you can show the seller the picture of you with your radio personality who is a friend of the seller's. Now they have a sense that they're taking the advice of a trusted local community leader and not just your word for it. Many of our agents at Radio TV Agents remark that once they land the listing and the deal closes, when they go back and ask the seller, What was it that caused you to hire us to sell your home over other agents you interviewed? Many times the seller will tell them, Well, it was when you showed me all the marketing you do. That's what sealed it. That's what really made you stand out as different and more effective than the other agents I was interviewing. I highly recommend that you and your team listen to your radio endorsement spots at weekly sales meetings. Make sure you get the endorsers to come to a sales meeting and meet the whole team. Get the team involved. This marketing the marketing. If you have listing agents who are going out, if, if you as an agent are not in the belly-to-belly -belly listing 
appointment business anymore if you're not in production well you got to make sure that your team is engaged and role playing regularly will help uh, ensure that marketing the marketing becomes second nature so these principles would also be great for isas making outbound cold calls right absolutely i mean in fact bring everybody in the office into the loop make <laughs> marketing the marketing part of your team's dna and Work hard over the coming months to ensure your team proactively uses your radio endorsements to close more business. Yeah, and if you aren't already using radio to grow your business, please go to the website radiotvagents.com and click on the join page. Scroll down to Dave's calendar and schedule a Zoom or a call time that's convenient for you. Perfect. All right. Well, before we wrap up every episode, we like to take a minute at the end of the show to recognize one of our favorite podcasts, Full Time. What are you listening to now? Yeah, I mean, one this week, and I'm going to take us back a little bit. Like, uh, Dave, I don't know if you remember, uh, I sort of grew up with Paul Harvey. And I know back when we did the show together, Paul Harvey was on the show. And I mean, there's no Paul Harvey podcast right now. Uh, But one podcast that reminds me of Paul Harvey is uh, Mike Rowe does a podcast called The Way I Heard It. And it's that kind of format of taking something historic or whatever, uh, an old story or something we know, and then at the end, turning around and telling you who it was. And uh, yeah, it's uh, Micro with The Way I Heard It. And if you were a fan of Paul Harvey back in the day, I think you'll like it. So that's my pick for this one. And now you know <laughs> the rest of the story. Micro, is that the guy from Deadliest Catch? Uh, yeah, and Dirty Jobs and uh, those all yeah. those shows, right? Yeah, he's... He he had to be a radio guy before he got into TV, but man, he's done well. And I love him. He's a likable guy. Yeah, no, I I mean, it's a great podcast. I mean, he does lots of great stuff, but that one particularly is a, a nice, easy listen. Good. Well, my recommendation this week is called The Shrink Next Door. It's a podcast by Wondery that tells the true story of a psychiatrist who abused his relationship with his patients to exploit them for personal gain. It's written and hosted by Joe Nocera. Nine amazing episodes, and uh, guarantee you'll love every one of them. And that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share with your friends, and we would love it if you gave us a five-star review. For Coco, full-time Tim, Destin Avery, and the rest of the team here at Come List Me, I'm Dave Sturgeon. Be kind, be patient, and find joy this day. The podcast Come List Me is written by Dave Sturgeon and produced by me, Tim Good, with sound engineering by Destin Avery. The soundtrack for the show was written by Dave Sturgeon, arranged and produced by Michael Peters, with additional music by Jonathan Wilkins and Destin Avery. Rob Reeford is the show's voice of God. Web design and content by Constance Renard Sturgeon. If you have feedback about the show, go to our website, Radio TV Agents, and click on Come List Me. If you have something to say, why not add your voice to the show? We'd love it if you would leave us a voicemail with your questions, comments, or topic suggestions at 760-895-9522. That's 760-895-9522. Make sure on your message to give us permission to use your voice on the show. Come List to Me is heard on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts and is a production of Radio TV Agents, LLC. LLC.